no it's good. It's crazy how quickly things get outdated from um, our computer stuff to our camera gear to – I mean a camera of mine now will just be a couple of years old and I can already really tell you know, major differences. What, what are you rocking these days? Um, I have a D90 Nikon and a yeah. D7000. Ah. So the 7000 is the upgrade from the D90, but, you know, every day there's something newer and better out there. And I'm not, and that's not even, you know, those aren't even, you know, technically professional cameras. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, you could rock a D4 and rock right into the poorhouse. Exactly, know. exactly. So you know, that's funny though because it's like, I mean, do you know many? I mean, I know. Okay, the the I know one guy who has a D4, and that's just because he's just a gear nut and he he's he's single. He spends all his money on equipment, and but it's like you know most most quote unquote, let's say pros, most people who do this for a living, mm-hmm. it's like you know when you run a business, there's other expenses like rent and bills and taxes it's just my mentality i mean i like to keep overhead low i want to shoot with the very best thing that i can but i also want to yeah uh, but i'm 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 agreeing with your mentality i think it's a smart mentality because there's nothing wrong with either one of those cameras you just mentioned they're both and if if i need to rent a more professional camera i will if if uh, the client asks for there to be a higher higher resolution because it's going to be something that's going to be huge or whatever well that's Um, the key yeah you can rent anything so but even with the resolution i currently have um we can i've blown things up super big tons of times and it looks great so yeah um, dude I, I have an old d40 and I, I i rocked it this weekend for easter oh you did dude it's still a badass camera you know yeah it, it i mean there's nothing wrong with it i mean yeah okay the only thing so that's probably wrong with it is the file size might not be real big but when you're taking family pictures that doesn't matter depends on how big you're gonna blow it up yeah i mean for internet use actually it's, mainly, I, it's yeah you're mainly throwing photos around the web I, i've never tested but i wonder how big it could go with what is it six megapixels yeah, something like that. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what is frustrating about it is is um, I do a great deal of low light stuff just because mm-hmm. I I have to work without flash generally at the museum and stuff. And uh, the low light, um, you get up to eight hundred ISO and it starts to show noise. Oh, see, that's a huge difference. Yeah, now. it's a big deal. Seven thousand. The low light is amazing. Yeah, I can shoot up into the thousands, three thousand, six thousand, yeah. and stuff is and getting kind of grainy, but. Um, it's still, you know, printable or, or usable. Yeah. Usable. So that's, that's where it's really, the cameras are making huge leaps and bounds is that low light area. Well, I got my, you know, I got my 5d Mark two for that, you know, we're gear nerding uh-huh. out, but whatever. Um, and, and it works perfectly, but you know, that's even an old generation now. I mean, this stuff goes out of date so fast. It's that's like, you can't, about. you can't yeah, get caught up phones, in it. Our computers are, it's because technology is changing so fast all the time, just getting better, better, better. No, that yeah. um now I you know I just saw Nikon released a a cool pics yesterday that kind of looks like an old vintage camera it's like uh, this this there's whole new revolution of like uh handheld point and shoot cameras that are becoming pretty amazing I mean it's like 24 I, megapixels I think I saw that and, and it, it's retro it's like that retro thing like the Fuji thing is right? yeah 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 exactly yeah. kind of has a hard body like you know like like those do square body I mean, dude it's but, totally aesthetic but I, I dig it it's cool you know but they, it has the same sensors and stuff as like these D. 7000s and stuff except the Ooh. megapixel is even higher it's like 24 megapixels or something now so now you're wow. talking about handheld cameras having higher resolution than you know yeah uh, professional dslr which is kind of crazy well and I, I actually had this conversation with somebody have you seen the cindy sherman show yet cindy sherman show no no, no i haven't gone sherman. to see it yet no it's cindy a dma sherman dude i i'm not a fan um <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, all I'm going to say is, seriously, clowns? Uh-huh. Uh, okay, great subject. I saw a video of, of hers online the other day. It was on something YouTube video or whatever, and I, so I saw a lot of what you were talking about, the well, whole, she's, the whole she, series. Well, I'll clarify. She's capable, but, uh, man. Well, there, there's – okay, so you go into the show, right, and, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this is worth seeing. You know, you, you make a hard left and you go back into a little quad thing. And they've got the entire collection that MoMA owns of the, and I can't remember what it's called. It's the uh, scenes from an untitled, untitled film stills or something like that. And, you know, they're self-portraits and they're supposed to look like they might be stills from a film, Hitchcock or, you know, something. And those are kind of cool. It's interesting. It's, you know, and it, it just doesn't hold up from there. And, you know, that's one project she did. And then the whole thing is self-portraits and some of it's just, I mean, you know, some people might dig Cindy Sherman, but... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of um, like some of the stuff that she's done, where she uh, dresses up in costume and takes different photos of being like different types of women. But then, yeah, I saw some Dude, of the clown some stuff. of the stuff she's done. <laughs> it's like all of the stuff she. Yeah, yeah. That's well, yeah, but that and the clowns. Always, always yeah. Her. yeah. But yeah. um, the, the what one thing that I thought was weird about some of the clown stuff and stuff that I saw on the video was the backgrounds look like some kind of generic. Photoshop gradient, Dude, and that was it. It's weak. I, I'm sorry, and if and, uh, yeah, because I'm sure Cindy Sherman listens to the show. I'll apologize, but um, uh, man, not for me. Um, yeah, it's just different taste for different people, but you know. Yeah, well, you're not taste. a big fan of that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, you won't get fired from your job for not it, liking. It, well, in my 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 not so humble and always accurate opinion, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we've we've gotten cameras out of the way. We got Cindy Sherman out of the way. Oh, oh one thing I want to talk about before we get rolling. Yeah, is, rock, rock um, it, dude. What do you got? The, I came across this cool these cool YouTube videos today that are about. 25, 30 minutes in length, and I posted one to the photography show oh, yeah? uh, Facebook page, but it's this um, – it, it's, uh, it's called Capture hmm. with uh, Mark Seliger, and yeah. he interviews uh, like two – it's usually like a celebrity and a photographer, but the, the celebrity is always a photographer as well. So hmm. it's, it's like a 30-minute show of, with talking about photography and like – really great photographers showing their work and, and talk about working in the field and stuff. Just, I hmm. don't, I can't believe I've never come across this, but I know you'll love it. It's I'll like little, it yeah, it's awesome. Well, like by so, celebrity, you talking about Ashton Kutcher? You, well, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about, um, <laughs> yeah, wait, different, you, you know, celebra- um, you know, he's an icon shooter. that shoot, um, that, you know, that, that are photographers as well. Like one's Kevin Bacon. Uh, oh, okay. For, for okay. Example. Right on. But, um, you, you, yeah. know, you know, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher's a Nikon shooter, right? Yeah, I've seen the commercials. I don't know if there's anything. More I don't know if he's seen these are really, These are really, really well done. Even the set's really well lit. The interviews are really well done, and you get to see you a know. lot of pictures. So check it out. It's called Capture. Okay, I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that that it's sounds wicked. Cool. I mm-hmm. think I saw that you posted that, and like sometimes it's like email. I log on, and I really don't have time to respond to anything, so I think I saw it, but I will go look at yeah, it Yeah, I, I just happened to come across it somewhere today. Cool. Watched, I watched the very first one, and um, it was really cool. So You know, you know who out. else is a, a celebrity that's actually a pretty decent photographer? Who's that? Brian Adams, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, like, uh, you know, summer of 69. Right, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, he's actually very capable. I, well, he doesn't do music anymore. I mean, I think, you know, some of these people, it's like they fall into these things and, and well, I, they're artists, so they kind of jump around. Sure. And as, as I, I, I'm guessing here that he's always been a photographer and 
you know, music afforded him to begin a photography career, oddly enough. But um, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, I th- yeah, check him out. His work is very good. And, you know, um, the other classic, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, yeah. I've, I've seen his stuff. And he's even – a lot of celebrities have put out books or had shows or a lot yeah. of stuff from, um, from their work. Well, and, and, and it came under some scrutiny a couple of years ago, but it was right before he died, actually. Um, I think it was, was it LACMA, uh, Los Angeles Museum of Contemporary Art, did a retrospective on Dennis Hopper. And, and it was, it's, it's too bad because they took criticism because, you know, people were saying, oh, well, you know, you're just dealing with this celebrity photographer and it's just a fine art institution. And, you know, that's, that's really crappy, first of all, because it was like, you know, the dude was like, you know, passed away a few months later. Yeah, and he could shoot, man. That guy was good. You know. Yeah, and it's all it's a lot of interesting stuff because it's kind of like behind the scenes of his life, which is like with yeah. other actors and making movies and stuff like that. So it was, yeah, they're they're cool photos. But he's a yeah. I mean, like, it's not just a celebrity taking pictures. He has a good eye. Yeah, yeah. And so, the people that are on this show on YouTube are the same way. They're like they actually pick people that can actually you know really take photos. I was going to ask you though. You know, Ashton Kutcher is a Nikon shooter, right? Hmm. Okay, just making sure. Dude, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that funny, but I love it. On our, on our outline, we always have pre-show business. And <laughs> this is it. This is it. It's actually part of the show. Pre-show it gets business. improvised. Hey, uh, speaking of pre-show business, another one. Um, I was going to say, okay, so we may have talked about this a while back. Okay, you know I have another Flickr account now. I got a second. Okay. Yeah, okay. for your family stuff or for no, dude. It's for oh, just for backing up storing things, dude. It's for the it's for the full Monty. It's it's mm-hmm. like okay, so I've got I've got several hard drives. This has been my my damn solution, my organizational. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you're not familiar with the term dams, uh, it's it's what they say in the business: uh, digital audio or excuse me, digital asset management system. And, you know, if you look at a company like Getty or something, I'm sure they've got something fancy uh, because they're literally dealing with probably several million or if not. No, they just put all their stuff on Flickr. (laughs) No, I think they stick it on a hard drive and (laughs) plug it into the computer. I go to Firewire Drop, USB. Um, So anyway, so like, all right, here's the deal. You know, if you're going to get into this, it's like there's many obstacles to go through. And I've always wanted to do it. But, you know, to be able to like go through old images easily, be able to like throw the stuff around. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the storage issue, you've got, and you've got the software issue. And I mean, as awesome as Bridge is, it's like browsing folders, right? Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, so my my new thing here is it's like okay, and it's not perfect, but but I want to do everything. So I got a second Flickr account, and basically I throw stuff on there and I set it to private and mm-hmm. whatever. It's just for my own use right. for twenty five bucks a year, or whatever it costs. And I already have like twelve thousand photographs in there that I've just been like you know when I multitask in the morning or whatever, just throwing them up. Sure. And doing a little uh, you know editing and and um, metadata and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, very very pleased to announce that um, I'm digging it. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's I do the same thing really with the one Flickr account that I have. Right. I don't oh, put everything on there, but I put all my best stuff on there, and um, or or stuff that I might want to come back and look at later. And all right. the time, if a client is asking me for certain types of photos, or I'm wanting to go back and and look for certain types of photos for a project, right. or to show to a client corporate headshots or whatever i'll go to Flickr, corporate type in corporate headshots with the metadata that i put in there and here pop up everything that i've shot for the last six years yeah and i can amazing. select from there and quickly throw it in a folder or download whatever resolution i want of it quickly um yeah so it's just uh, Flickr is, is great for that now not so much for the social network that it used to be but no. but a great place for storage 
and it, it easily able to find everything to visually see it. It's um, online, bro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, from any Talk, computer to have a third place to store things online, Flickr uh, is definitely a good. Yeah, and you know, I guess that's the point I wanted to make is, is like, you know, there's all this talk, you know, Flickr's dead. It, I mean, Yahoo has definitely ignored Flickr. I'll give it that. Um, however, the at, you know, at its core, Flickr is still an awesome digital asset management system, mm-hmm. and it does what it does. And, you know, here's why I don't think Flickr will ever go away. It's too valuable. I mean, it's it, it, think of how I mean, what is it, like 7 billion photos on Flickr they're almost hitting or oh, something Oh, yeah, what like happens that? if all those... Yeah, if it was I mean, to go away, all those photos go away, and so that would well, be devastating. It, it's this large collection of mostly geotagged metadata filled out um, searchable image database mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it has a tremendous amount of value to it. Now, here's the deal is the front end is, it, you know, obviously lacks things to be desired, and I still don't think it looks all that great. But, you know, um, I, I developed that thing a couple of years ago, the satellite thing, which is mm-hmm. not really working these days when people download it, and I get a lot of emails. Um, yeah, but anyway, I want to redo that because it, it would be cool to have kind of a slightly different interface for working with your photos. So anyway, I'm not going to commit to that right now, but that's, that's part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not committing to one more thing. Uh, wait, I have too many things I'm committed to. Which brings us into the first part oh, of our show, does. which is that we had mentioned you know, conferences and competitions and things like that a few shows ago, and we got a lot of feedback of people saying, oh, yeah, I'd be interested in that. What kind of competitions can we have? When are you all going to set up a conference? Stuff like that. And I think we want to make clear that we have so much on our plate currently <laughs> that that's probably not going to come from us. <laughs> I love how you don't hold back. <laughs> I know. But oh. I think what we were talking more about the other day is that, you know, well, maybe that's something in the future that we could possibly do, but that we encourage you guys in whatever part of the world you live in to, if that's something that you're interested in, to get people together, to get friends together, collaborate with people, get sponsors, whatever, put together shows, put together photo walks, and do that kind of stuff because it's a lot of fun, and um, you might have more time than we do for it. Okay, well, here's here's what I would be willing to do. You just said the key, which was the, the get-together and the photo walk. I will, mm. I will be happy to do that. Any city I'm in, any time of the day, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 because that's easy to to throw together. Yeah, but but like speakers and chairs and food and catering and hotel. No, I can't. Um, However, um, if somebody wants to step up and, and, you know, hey, you know, Katya was very vocal when when this hit the Facebook. Uh Um, So maybe, maybe I'm sure she wants to start a conference. She's got all that free time. Well, I mean, I'm kidding, but you know. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, I think it, yeah, it's fun, and if if people can dedicate a ton of time to it, every, you know, cities do need more photo conferences, and I think there does need to be more stuff dedicated to getting photographers together and learning, especially. Um, right. We had one guy on our Facebook page. Um, his name is Roy O'Rear, and he said uh, he let me know that there's a, a D, here in Dallas there's a DFW photo expo every year that's put on by Arlington Camera that I've never mm, known about I did not um, know either yeah it's at the Arlington Convention Center and it usually takes place in November or December of every year so maybe I'll check that out this year there's yeah. there's uh it's like any big conference there's speakers all throughout the day there's 
um, different booths and, and, and things set up uh, showing product and merchandise and stuff like that. So um, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You know? Well, here, here's another thing I would be willing to do if anybody has an idea. And we, we talked about this a while back. Um, you know, we did Holga Projects a few years ago or mm-hmm. by we, me and the mouse in my pocket. And I guess it hadn't really ended, but it's it's lost. <laughs> the a cameras little. went out; they went around, <laughs> and they never came back. <laughs> Actually, my I, I, I'll give you a quick status on, on Holger Project. Back, but not all of them. So you I, could I, complete the project like you wanted to. Well, I'll tell you something funny. I didn't lose as many as I thought I would. Okay. Um, I think out of well, there was ten cameras that was that were going out, and I, you know they went out multiple times. I think I only lost like two or three. Mm-hmm. Which isn't that bad, and and ironically, they would, they, you know, I mean, you figure you do something like this, the cameras would never come back, and they did. And it, okay, well, it's two things. Okay, so one, like this guy in Texas, like, and he was in uh, was it Canton or something? So it was like barely an hour outside of Dallas, mm-hmm. lost the camera. This thing went around the world, and it almost made it back to me. You know, no. Yeah, and here's the problem: is is it's so frustrating when somebody loses the camera, and the two other people that were on the shoot shot photos. It, it's and, too much responsibility. I it, know. Yeah, it's too much responsibility because. Yeah, like you're saying, one person loses it, and then what about all the time someone else probably devoted to well, get, getting pictures on we, it? We did get a lot of good stuff back, which was very cool, and I posted most of it on theartofphotography.tv, and you can check it out there. I would like to do, and maybe what I'm going to do is actually select some people personally. I don't know, or send me an email if you really want to do it, but I think I may just send the camera on to one person and have them send it back and, and try and finish the project and maybe do a book or something and call it a day. But the reason I bring this up is because... Because I would be willing to do something like that. So if I'm all about, like, you know, if people who listen to the show want to do something as a community. And so maybe what we should do is keep the conversation open on Facebook. And if people have suggestions, you know. What um, might be fun as a community uh, to do together as, as different projects. Yeah, and I'll tell you. Okay, and here's kind of where I'm coming from, and I'll keep it brief. But it's like, okay, so... The one thing I really liked about the Holger projects is it was a physical camera. People were shooting on film, and it was like a real tactile thing that was going on. It wasn't like submitting JPEGs to something because that's, I think, too easy. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we do something where it's people send prints or something or I don't know. Just think in those terms. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Skype, good. Skype was making weird noises, but I think we're still good. Okay. okay. You sounded okay to me. All right. Well, it was going the thing, so I, mean, I don't know if somebody was, like, calling me or, you know. Yes, if you didn't hear this at the first of the show, Ted's uh, Skyping from home tonight, so we don't have as good of a connection as we usually do, so we apologize if it's not We don't have the screaming studio Wi-Fi. audio, because that's what we're known for. We, <laughs> yeah. We were going to name this show Top Notch Audio. <laughs> it sounds like Top Gear or something, you know. <laughs> Oh, wow. um, yeah, so we're open for discussion. We're open for suggestion. Keep the conversation alive. Let us know. You know where to find us on Facebook. Yeah, you, you know. I mean, I think what we were talking about is if you don't in, in every community, since we're spread out all over the world, uh, it, it's it's good start things where you are. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that's what you're excited about, get the ball rolling, get people talking, start things. But also within our community of the photography show, um, you know, we can we can talk to each other here through the Facebook page and everything like that. So if people have ideas or you know anything fun, you throw it out there, and you know we'll see what happens. And if in five years it turns into a conference, and that's fine. But yeah. 
I'm not putting one on in 2013. I can tell you. I'm that. just. I'm, what I was saying is, I wish someone else would put one yeah, on step here up. in our in every city more because, like the thing I went to in Austin uh, this year, the Texas Photo Roundup, that was so fun. Sure. I think every city needs more stuff like that, uh, including Dallas. So um, well, and here's the deal. Happen. I mean, I am happy to fully support. And remember, I have very little money, but. Um, <laughs> So, by support, I mean I'll attend. By support, I mean I'll buy you a soda and I'll show up. <laughs> but it, 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 we, hey, we'll hype it on the show, whatever. You know, yeah, I'm exactly. just saying, whatever Sorry. we can do within means is 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 definitely cool. I mean, it would be fun to do a conference, but man, you got to pick your battles, and and that's uh, that's, that's one, one that frightens me right now. Trying to do this podcast thing, and you know, yeah. and actually still shoot photos once in a while. Imagine that. Right. Um, do you know Ashton Kutcher is a Nikon user? Please stop saying that. Ah, uh, you don't like it. I'm a Nikon user, <laughs> and he just does commercials. He's a, he's a photographer. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm gonna find some Canon person that you hate. Oh yeah, well, dude, there don't think very far. Um, you know, I but I don't I don't really think I'm a Canon guy. I ha I have a Canon. And I've yeah, got some Canon yeah, lenses. With, but you shoot with lots of stuff, yeah. Dude, I shoot but with whatever. But uh, if you were to start your own professional photography business tomorrow and needed to go buy new gear, cameras, lenses, all that, which way do you what, – what do you think you'd do? Oh, well, for professional work now, that's the best camera I own is You're, the Canon. So. You'd probably stick with Canon since you already have some of that equipment, right? Yeah, but I have no brand loyalty. I mean, you know, yeah, sure, I have that stuff. But let's just say um, they haven't called me to, to – what, what is their – Crap, what do they call it? Oh, it's awful too. And every time I say it's awful, somebody inevitably emails me in a rage. Um, the Oh, God, what is it? Something of light. That's what they call their celebrity photographers, and you oh, get yeah, in, yeah, yeah. inaugurated into the Canon Hall of Fame. Both, and they, both sides have that kind of stuff. Going oh, jeez, but what do they call it? It's so bad. It's kind of their like a. It's it's like their celebrity, you know, seer of light or purveyor of light. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> so crappy. It's like, oh god. I mean, is that the corniest? And it, it, I mean, there's some very good people that have made it into that, like Vince Lafare and you know, etc. And every time I bag on that, somebody sends me Zima. Well, no, this is it's painting with light. Or I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, well, you're about just, to get it again. Yeah. I know, I know, and I know who it's going to be too. Um, it's yeah. It's, it's usually the same people. Uh, purveyor of light. I like that. Connoisseur yeah. of light. I don't know if I told you this, but one thing, this isn't, of course, until something happens, it's never for real. But I got a call the other day that um, there's a certain camera manufacturer that it just released a new uh, type of camera. It's a handheld point and shoot, but it's the kind with the uh, interchangeable lenses. And um, oh, like so the they're trying thing. to hire photographers all over the United States or wherever to take pictures of their city, and then they're going to use those photos to advertise the new camera. Mm. And um, so I might be one of those people here in Dallas, um, which would be very exciting because that's something I've always wanted to do. Send me a, a camera. I go Dude. take pictures with it. You use it for you know that's you know your advertising or whatever. I just think that would be a fun job. So Let, let's just let's just announce right up the top. If anyone ever wants us to send uh, wants to send either one of us a camera, I, I yeah, I, I, well, we're not send gonna us a camera. We'll yeah. take pictures with. By it. the way, for the record, is Explorers of Light and uh, <laughs> Explorers of Light. There I you Googled go. That. And and you know what that you know I mean what we were all I mean the elephant in the room here is that that you the Nikon guys don't explore light right. 
No, we have something very similar to that. I can't remember what Explorers it is. Explorers of like Dark. Joe McNally and all those guys. Oh, um, that's that's our crew. And I love those guys, man. They're all awesome photographers. But oh, yeah. uh, why does the manufacturer have to give them this cornball title? It's like, oh, and who cares what the hell you're using? I mean, sorry, you know me. I'm all. Yeah, yeah. This this is why I'm not more successful with my show. I don't you're sit here and do rage. gear reviews. No, well, I, yeah, I rage. I won't review equipment. Actually, oh, who knows? We would review equipment if we if we had to because we we do. I mean, we love gear too. We just don't want to talk about it all the time because we don't want to people to think in any kind of way that that's what makes you a good photographer. It's a tool. So, of course, good tools make you better, but sure. you already have to be good to for those tools to work in your yeah. hand. So, just saying. Just saying. Yeah. I want I want Holga to give me an award. They should. You Explorer should of plastic. Holga should send you things. Uh-huh. Should send it right over. Okay, so do we do we cover the the conference? I think so. I think we we because we have that. we have other business to yeah. Okay, yeah, so the, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Wait, no, no, you talk. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> okay. So Tracy, who loves it when we mention her on the show, um, Tracy, she, see, she's vocal in the Facebook group, and mm-hmm. so you know, hey, uh, but but Miss Tracy um, had a very unfortunate problem last week where actually actually and you know what the sad thing is it's not just tracy i've seen several people i think katya had some stuff stolen recently okay so here's the problem you put your photographs online you put them on Flickr, you put them on facebook whatever getting your promo done your whatever and then somebody ganks your image and either calls it their own or god forbid even worse uses it in an ad campaign or something where they should have paid for it and we told Tracy, sort of, that we would um, address this on the show. And first of all, I am very sorry that this happens to anybody, and unfortunately it does happen from time to time. Sure. Have you ever had it happen? Yeah. I mean, I see my photos used on other websites and things like that. Um, I've never had something specific Without your permission? Without my permission, yeah. I mean... Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you know a lot of times even if you just like Google your name or or something like that, you'll 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 see your photos all over the place in places that you didn't give permission for. But a lot of times for me, it's like blogs and stuff like that, like stuff I could sure. care less about. I'm glad to have the exposure, um, you know, even if they didn't give you a photo credit or whatever. It's not that big a deal to me because they're not right. making any kind of profit off of it. I've never had I've, my stuff that I know of. I'm sure I have, but. I'm sure we all have if you have photos right. on the internet because people are stealing them left and right. But um, I've never had my stuff stolen and used for profit, and me found out about it. But if 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 I was if that was to happen, then you know that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have had it happen, but like you, I have not seen it in an adver- adver- advertisement or mm-hmm. anything that you know. Um, and I know some people have, but people however, profiting from right. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, Okay, so if you, it's catch twenty two because the internet is the wild west in a lot of ways, and I know most people know this, and they're probably going to think, "Yeah, duh, Ted, I know." Um, but you know, it, it, you do have a risk involved with putting your work online. People can grab a JPEG, and I mean, even if you go to like all these fancy JavaScript ways of like, you know, somebody can't even click on the image, you know, um, you can still grab a screen grab. I mean, there's 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 ways, you know, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, we live in kind of this culture right now that's very you know the mashup culture it's like the remix culture it's like Mm -hmm. you know um it's easy because images and i think in a sense are very a little bit cheapened in this day and age because there's so many of them that 
it's easier just to go grab something off the internet and use it than it is to. And here's what people don't understand. I, I and I'm not trying to advocate the other side, but I, I'm, I'm just. I guess I'm just saying that sometimes people do it without thinking there's anything wrong with it. They and there's no poor intention. Maybe there is. I don't know. Um, if you're going to put your work online, you do assume that risk. The alternative is to never put your work online, and I don't think that's worth the risk, um, worth the non-risk. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you know. put your stuff online and you try to protect it as best you can. You um, have to. You, know, you have to have it use online. Watermarks and things. I, I personally don't like watermarks because I, I think they take watermarks. away from the image. But I mean, I see people protecting their their, their photos that way. Um, Someone with a little photo, some Photoshop skills. If if it's not a watermark in the middle of the image or something, can you know sometimes easily get rid of that anyway. Um, Dude, so, if you've got Photoshop skills, you can kill the watermark. I promise. You know. Yeah, I think you're better. You know, with like some metadata in the photo and stuff like that, because then when you research your photos, they show up online still, and they might not even know that that metadata is embedded in there when they move it to their site or or whatever. I know yeah. recently a guy that we talk about a lot, this uh, Theron, who has. Um, this wild idea or uh, Maddie the Coonhound. Right. Um, he's had several photos stolen recently and used for advertising purposes. And the way he went about it was using his social media power to take it online. He, we, well, he first, he, he addressed the companies directly. One right. res, you know, it, it, well, I think neither one responded to him very quickly. So he went to the internet and his Facebook and Twitter and everything else and said, Hey, everybody, uh, these, th- this company is using my photos of Maddie uh, for advertising purposes online. Hmm. Would you please go go there and tell them that you don't think that's a good idea and you'd like it if they'd take the photo down and uh, donate money to, um, you know, some kind of dogs or dog adoption something or other. Wow, that's anyway, a very reasonable request. And, too. you know, he has a huge fan following, so thousands and thousands and thousands of emails and comments pour in on these websites that web those images are taken down, you know, within the day. PR is apologizing and donation. One of the companies donated ten thousand dollars to one of his um, things that you know he speaks out for with with dogs and adoption and everything. So that's cool. That's a good way to go about it if you have a lot of followers. But you can do that even if you're just people like us. Okay, so right, what you just said. There's there's a couple takeaways, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first one is. How important is it to be active on social media and have enough people who can go to bat for you? That's extremely important. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that helped, obviously, in this situation. Not and even if people don't know you, say just the followers that you have, you know, you don't know everybody that's your Twitter friends or everybody that's 10, your Facebook that's friends. Enough, you know, but, yeah. but, but even if everybody that's there, and a lot of these people are photographers, we're passionate about this stuff. So when yeah. we see someone's stuff get stolen – even if we don't know the person, we will probably speak up for them in, in one way or another, especially sure. if they're just saying, please go on this website and leave a comment. Community thing. Yeah, it's but a community yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, yeah, and I think I'm glad you said that because it's not about having getting on social media and, and needing millions of followers to do this. Ten followers is enough. I mean, It's just, speaking up as a group. Right. But, but if you don't have a Twitter account, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's it, important. And I think the second important takeaway here is, is what you said when he said, you know, what he wanted in compensation on return, which I think is a little further down our list. But, it, you know, okay, so your images get stolen, and 
you're, you're obviously upset. You want this person to pay, you know. And unfortunately, and I read something the other day. I think it was on Petapixel of all things, so Grand Salt. But, um, you know, they were, they were talking about somebody who had his images stolen, and there was the back and forth with the emails. And, you know, okay, so if you do get in touch with somebody over there, you need to make a reasonable request. And what I think is interesting, I mean, here's the deal. If you need to go to court over something, you got to pick your battles and – the truth of the matter is, is whoever has the more expensive attorney is going to win. It's going to cost you more money than you're going to make off the image to go after somebody. And I know that's frustrating, but that's how it is. Um, but I do like the fact that he made the comment that, that, okay, could you take whatever the usage fee would be and donate it to a dog charity? Mm-hmm. I mean, how awesome is that? I mean, who, no, it's very awesome. It's who saying, can say I don't no to pr- that? Right. Now, most of us, since we don't have a dog charity, um, we have a charity that we could choose. (laughs) So that would be one way to go. But really, it comes down to this. They have two choices, and you can say this very politely. I know you're using my photo. It's obviously my photo. I can show you that it's my photo. I I took the photo. Um, You have two choices. If you would like to keep using the photo, you can pay me for what the photo is worth. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the first way. If you're not willing to pay me for the photo, then you're going to need to take down the photo immediately. Sure. Um, if that's not done, then you know you can at least contact a lawyer to send them some kind of warning, and that will usually be enough to scare a person into going ahead and saying, this isn't worth it, I don't want to get into whatever. Or you can contact higher management, you can go to the internet like we talked about, you can do a lot of things to cause a ruckus without having to get into a big legal battle. I think legal battle would be the very final thing you'd want to do. And then like Ted's saying, you'd really want to take into account what this photo's worth, what your time is worth, what the frustration is worth. Oh, even all this emailing is going to take time, you know. Right, exactly. And it's frustrating, I know, you know. Yeah, so, you know, is this, yeah, the only thing that would really bother me, that would really bother me is if it's a company that has money to pay for my photo, yep, and they've and they taken didn't. my photo, they've stolen it, they know that's wrong, they won't pay me, they won't respond to me, whatever, then I'm going to go, then I'm going to battle that. You know? Here, well, yeah, and I think the other end of that spectrum, let's say it's just somebody's blog, it's just some dude who took your photo or whatever, you know, yeah. and put it up. Um, I think at the bare minimum, I would send a nice email and just say, hey, I noticed you're using my photo. Not a big deal, but usually, could you please put attribution and link back to my website? You, you'll get more out of that in the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know, because so much, so many of us use that, use other people's stuff on blogs and stuff like that anyway. I mean, that's just kind of a part of uh, life right now with the internet. So that's going to happen. But for someone to photo credit you would be a nice thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it helps your SEO. That. It helps a, a lot A link of back to your website or and, whatever. And this is, this is just somebody who's a blog who's not a for-profit or, you know what I mean? If it's, you know, I don't know, um, any, Urban yeah, Outfitters. Yeah, if it turns um, into a for-profit blog or anybody that's making it, doing any kind of advertising on their blog or anything like that, then it, it becomes a different deal. Now they're, right. you know, now they're using your photo as part of their business. So... It's, it, you're, you're talking about that situation again. I'll, I'll give you another example. I got a guy email me, and this this was this guy wasn't doing anything wrong. He actually was proactive about it, which I appreciate. I got an email from this guy. And he found a photo of mine on Flickr, and he said, "Hey, I'm I'm doing it was it was a photo of the um, uh, over at SMU McFarland Auditorium. Mm-hmm. I have a photo of the auditorium that I took years ago. He okay. found it somehow. It was labeled, you know, came up in search. And so he emailed me. He said, hey, I'm, I'm putting together this project on the Grateful Dead, and they played there once. And I'm trying to document, and I want photos of places they played. Could you send me a high-res image to use? 
uh, in this book that I'm working on. And so I emailed him back and I said, hey, no problem. I appreciate you asking. The only thing I ask in return is, is just, you know, put a link to my website and my name. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, and then he, then he emails me back. Yeah, I need to get with the publisher on that. I'm not sure what the standard thing is. Oh, my is. God. And I emailed back and I said, well, if there's a publisher involved, uh, you need to let me know because this is a different deal. And, yeah. and and the way I put it, I didn't want to make him mad. So what I said is there's usually there's typically more paperwork on the publisher's end. So please let me know when this happens. And he was very nice and said, sure, who knows if it will ever happen or not. But I, the thing is, is like if you get mad right off the bat, people, they turn away. You know what I mean? They don't want to deal with you. Yeah, but see, and, what that guy's doing there is he's taking your photo and he's going to put – and other people's photos for free. And he's going to put together a book, which then he profits from and yes. doesn't give you any of the profit. It, it's not a blurb book. It's a – where, where no. you're going to make a little bit of profit. It, it's it's a published book. But it doesn't matter. It can make a little bit of profit or it can make a lot right. of profit. And it's that, just it's just the, the – the, the, it's, it's just wrong. Well, so. and that's why I chose – okay, I don't want to say anything that's going to like freak him out because I don't want him to just not email. I already seen the image, so. I felt like yeah. an idiot right there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I just said, well, let me know because the publishers re- – and, and it is, uh, this is accurate. Publishers require rights clearance for things mm-hmm. typically if it's a decent publisher. So please let me know when you get closer to your project, and uh, I just want to make sure we have all our I's dotted and T's crossed or whatever. And at yeah. that point, if he emails me back, I can say, well, wait a minute. Who's the publisher? And we can get into that and say, well, there would be a usage fee. You can choose not to use it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, you're right. If, if, if there's – if there's a book deal behind it or something like that, it's totally different. By the way, um, I don't know if you knew this. Um, if you want to find out where your images might be appearing, mm-hmm. this is kind of time-consuming. There used to be a search engine just for this, but... Uh, I know, and it doesn't really work very well anymore. Yeah, I'll tell you one that does. Okay. Go to Google.com. Mm-hmm. Click on Images at the top. Are you on the Internet? Yeah. Go to Google. And put put your... put. Go there. Yeah. Go to Google.com. Click on images uh-huh. at the top, right? And right. You get the image search, right? And see where the search field is? There's a little camera to the right. Click on that. Okay. And then it gives you the option to upload an image to search the database against. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So, so you just upload your, your image, and if you think that image might be out there somewhere? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go through millions of images to you know work on this. But here, I'm just going to grab an image yeah. that didn't even mind that I used for something. Let's see. Oh, yeah. It works pretty good. Now, I, I used a William Agastone image that was sitting on my desktop. Okay. Which I probably found in an See, search, I, but... the, the most I've ever done is just gone online and like typed in, you know, Wade Griffith or a certain yeah, title of a photo or something like that, and it'll take you, yeah, you know, so you take to, you to a certain site. So you go to Google.com. Yeah, right. So you go to Google.com, click on images at the top, and then right next to the search bar, you should see a little picture of a camera in there, and you click on that, and then you can say upload an image. Let me, I'm going to upload one of mine that for the Holga projects that's probably has been used. So let's try this. This let's... took me two seconds. I found three of my photos <laughs> that are being used on some kind of Jacksonville, Jacksonville music website. No kidding. Never, never gave permission for. Oh. It, says, it, does, it does say photo by Wade Griffith. But this is the very first thing I've, I just put in my name, and then I searched. This is, I saw this image. I clicked on it. Here's three of my images that have been just taken straight off Flickr. So. Oh, ouch. So, anyway, but I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Okay, but I, I'm it works. Right now, I don't care in this particular. This is a website. It's talking about music. There's this 
picture of a musician I've taken and they're using that or whatever. But in this particular case, I just don't care. This is not a battle I'm going to fight. If this was somebody, if this was a different circumstance, you know. Maybe okay, I let me tell you when that it. would be a battle worth fighting. Let's say it's a major music blog like, uh, I don't know. I can't name any music Spinner. blogs. I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, what's the something versus bear that's real big? I love that website, but um, I'm, yeah, I'm blowing my mind right now. Okay, so anyway, so let's say let's say it's something legit. Then maybe it is worth uh, asking just for the credit um, because yeah. your search engine opt. The way Google works is it ranks your website in search results by the basic. And this is very much in a nutshell, but the quality of backlinks that you have is one of them. And uh, so if a major website that ranks really high, it's very popular, links to your website, Google will basically say, hey, wait a minute, it'll give more weight to you in search results. So that might be worth having a link back on. Um, if, yeah. it's, if, it's, if it's a nobody, eh, decide if it's worth your time. That's the big thing. If yeah, you, at least if you don't do anything all day, go for it. But, you know. <laughs> Um, I'd rather spend that time <laughs> making photographs as, as personally. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just choose, pick and choose your battles. But if you do choose to battle, um, there's a lot of ways to go about it before, um, talking to the person nicely, at least, you know, it, it, initially, if that doesn't work, uh, trying to address their superiors or letting other people know what's going on, uh, going to the web and announce and, and letting people know about it so that the, they could, their voice can be heard. And, uh, you, you know, if none of the above works, um, they're doing something very wrong. It's just black and white. They're using your photo. It's illegal. A lawyer can, I mean, no judge is going to say that was his photo and you used it illegally, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think even worse, too, is like, you know, especially when you get into international thing, which is very easy on the Internet. So let's say it's a company in a different country that that or, you know, that's illegally mm-hmm. using your photo. The legal fees and it's unfortunate that it's this way, but but legal system is not set up. So anybody with a small complaint can make a big deal out of it. It's set up for people who can afford attorneys. And I mean, that's just the that's just how it is. And, you know, um, but, you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Even, I would even argue that on some weird small level that even if you're not attributed or attributed to the photo, let's just say somebody steals your photo and they've got it on there, it's just more visibility and maybe they'll see it on your website one day. I mean, I know that sounds like a really passive response, <laughs> and I really don't mean for it too, but uh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like... I don't know. I just don't get caught up in that. If if I got a magazine off the shelf tomorrow and one of my images was used by IKEA or you know, then that would be different. Um, right. Yeah. So you got. Yeah. Exactly. If you see, so you saw it on Rolling Stone or or something huge, then you're talking about something else. I know a a friend of mine. Well, wasn't it? It was Tyler Sharp and and uh, ah. Playboy used one yep. of his images for one of their articles on something else besides you know. Ladies, um, they use an image of his, and uh, you know they have plenty of money. So Tyler contacted them and, and let them know. Of course, someone like Playboy knows that they're using like something like that illegally, so they quickly apologized for it, and, um, and I think paid Tyler and continued to use the photo then. And you know now he has a credit that he had something that he did for Playboy. Yeah. So um, it all worked out. It can work in your favor, but. Yeah. 
um, I've never really known anyone to get into a big, long battle and lose it or even get into a big, long battle over something like this. I think it, these things can be worked out fairly quickly, um, especially just if if, you, if you're kind of in any kind of way, say, you know, shout out to everyone. Hey, hey, that person's using my photo. Right. That can quickly resolve the issue. Well, I mean, I think – Nobody think wants to be known as, as the thief. I think the part I I just that I don't know it just it, it it saddens me to see is like that article on Petapixel where it's this long posting of an email exchange and trying to defame someone and it's like man look at all that time that guy wasted on that and he still didn't have an answer you know right yeah and that's too bad and and it's gonna happen I guess but I don't know are we are we providing good legal advice here we're not lawyers. <laughs> People should well, not that's take not what any we're about. We in no way claim to. We're just speaking from experience, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from you know whatever it's been now seven years of me having photos all over the internet and and seeing them in different places where they're not supposed to be from time to time and really never having an issue with it unless it was something that was going to be used for profit and and you know I I didn't know about that so that that's really the only time I would care yeah. and that's really never happened to me so yeah. Uh, so it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Um, yeah. Should we talk about photography websites? Um, you want to do something real quick? Let's just do Let's something, do something real quick. Real quick we can touch, touch on it more later. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So two things. I think this is a topic worth talking about, and it's also possibly, I think, a topic worth revisiting from time to time. Yeah. And and I don't remember. And forgive me, please, whoever it was um, who mentioned this, but it did come up in the Facebook group as well. And somebody had talked about, you know, could you talk about, you know, if you're going to do a personal portfolio or website, you know, what are some of the criteria? You know, what are examples of good websites? What are examples of sites that don't, you know, accomplish this very well? And personally, I'm a little bit, I mean, it's weird because I, I've at, at one point my wife, like, sorry, at one point in my life worked as a web designer. And it, it, it's weird because I think portfolios in general, and this is just my general rule, you know, you can get a lot of options with technology on the internet, and it used to be Flash, and that's going out now. And, and mm-hmm. but then you see people do, do making the same mistakes with big JavaScript stuff with AJAX and stuff. And I think the fancier it is, the more it's actually going to detract from your work in the long run. I think yeah. what you need to do is basically, if all you can do is a basic HTML page with with some images on it, that's okay. They're visible, you know. Mm-hmm. And the images need to be good. That's the important part, not the delivery mechanism of html or whatever right i think the 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 worst sites we see now are the ones that try to get too fancy yeah and and they're hard to navigate it they take too long to load um it's hard to to you know just make out anything on the site so you kind of get frustrated and leave or whatever um so yeah you're right just keeping things really nice and simple you of course want really nice design Mm-hmm. Um, that's important, but uh, I think, especially with photography, you don't want the website to be shouting, "Hey, look at me! How cool of a website I am!" You want the images to be saying that. Yes, exactly. and so you want to keep it nice and simple, easy to navigate, super simple to navigate, and you want everything to load really fast, especially with the size photos that we like. You know, we like to display big, nice photos nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, but you want those photos to be able to load really quickly because if they don't, people are gone. Yeah, which means you need a good server and all that. And we can put links to things in the show notes too. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm looking at our notes here. I probably we probably don't want to get you know way into the specifics of all of. We'll save that for the next show. Yeah. Um, however, you know, I think in general, just some 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 things to think about though, since we are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned the Maddie the Coonhound website. 
and it, it's no more than a blog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's probably done in WordPress or Blogger or something. And here, let me pull it up. Let's see what it's done in. Um, Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, f- go figure. He, he now has uh, thiswildidea.com, and it's more of an official website since he's become kind of a big deal. And okay, so, so Maddie's Maddie- Tumblr, though. But originally, it just started out. Maddie the Coonhound, right? It's just a Tumblr blog of, yeah. of photos that have you know gotten millions and millions of hits. Okay, so um, if you're not familiar, the website is Mad. I'll put it on the show notes. But it's Maddie on Things, M A D D I E O N T H I N G S dot com, and it is just done in Tumblr. And what what is really cool about this is the design is pretty much non-existent. It's just a white background with vertically aligned image or sorry. Uh, centered images and what's really cool about this the two things that make this work well um one the design is simple um his work is amazing and so that's the important part right right and the photography is so, amazing right <laughs> right and so on any part. on any of these images and here's a technical thing that makes it useful too if you click on in his case it's the date you know you get a page with just that image on it. so if you want to send somebody a link to just one image you can just do it from there and that's really important because sometimes you want to send somebody be it a potential client or something like that just an example of maybe three links to just specific images that's important and that's one of the things that like for a long time flash was really bad at and now a lot of the fancy ajax things it's like you couldn't just link to an image you had to link to the gallery and describe where to go to find the image you're talking about you know and mm-hmm. that's something you want to avoid i think um and yeah, I mean, you know, Tumblr works really well for a lot of stuff, and Tumblr is free. So, yeah, and if nothing else, I see tons of photographers out there using Tumblr as their blog. And yeah. so you go to their website, you're on their website. If you click their link that says blog, it usually takes them either to a custom made blog that fits their website, or it takes them takes you to their Tumblr. That's what happens right. with me and with a ton of other photographers are out there because Tumblr has tons of great templates that can match your website or that are just really nice and clean and simple and the interface is just clean and simple and easy to navigate as well. So um, there, there is paid stuff on Tumblr, like you can get into the paid templates and stuff, but even mm-hmm. those are reasonably priced, honestly. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a great resource for showing for showing photos off. So Yeah, so um, if you want to like do a Tumblr account if you feel like you do need to do something fancy, spend a couple bucks, get a custom template, and you're done. And, yeah, uh, that's an easy thing to do. Particularly and we've talked about code. other services that have great that are great for building websites. I mean, you of course um, have a sponsor in, in Squarespace, but besides that, they make wonderful looking website templates. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so and they're this, one. They are not sponsoring the show, just for the not record. Not this show, your but other show. You know what? Yeah. They're, they're, but I think that's the point: is their stuff is good enough just to talk about without them having to be a sponsor. Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of my friends that. I'd have. love them to pay me for this, but you know, whatever. Yes. Squarespace sites and they look great. I use LiveBooks and and have uh, been very happy with LiveBooks over the last few years. Um, they're I think all these companies. It's kind of like Nikon and Canon. They're all making great strides all the time. Mm-hmm. And when one gets something new and improved, the other one in a few weeks is doing the same thing. So they're all. You know, it's hard to go wrong with any of these companies. But even you had talked about WordPress before uh, being yeah. a good solution for websites, and th- that they've come a long way. Well, okay, now here's 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 kind of the deal. Okay, so Tumblr is is essentially a blog type thing, mm-hmm. so it's going to be postings by date, which might be fine for some people. If you're like Maddie the Coonhound, it works great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you want to be able to do galleries, and you, you just are more minded in that direction. Um, 
it, it, it can be done in WordPress. Um, you're going to need a little bit of technical know-how to do that. I, I personally use WordPress because I, I know it and I can code with it, and it's, it's easy for me to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, WordPress might not be a good option, but one of the good options would be off, one of these off-the-shelf kind of solutions, so like Livebooks or Squarespace or something like that, mm-hmm. and they work very well. Um, the difference is, is they're going to be a monthly charge depending on your needs, and but they're not expensive. I mean, the... Um, I'm looking at the live books pricing. Uh, yeah, most I, prefer, have the, I prefer it because I like to have the support there. Right. Um, I like the simplicity of it. Since well, you I'm don't not, you don't have to a, write a line of code. You're you're just right. On, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just plug and play, and that's what I want. And I like to be able to up to easily up uh, update my website on a weekly basis. So mm-hmm. live books lets me do that. I, I just shot new photos a few days ago. Now I, I can, in a, in a matter of minutes, resize them and upload them to live books, and they're on my site and ready, ready to go. And, and there was no code or anything involved, not hours of anything, and we're talking about minutes. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it easy for me to constantly update my website to, you know, kind of like people used to never maybe update their website or you see somebody's website that hasn't been updated in years because it was built by somebody and now the back end is it's too hard to upload sure. photos so now all their stuff looks dated so you don't want that at all you know no. you want something that's easy um the the pricing just for the record uh, most of these if you do like live books is uh, it depends on the feature set you need. And let's say the, the most expensive plan they have. First of all, these all have 14-day free trials, so you can just go check it out and see if it's for you. Um, if you do decide to pay for it, um, live books, it's $39 a month or three ninety nine a year. If you're doing this for a business and you're generating income, you, this is a business expense. You can write it, use it as a tax write-off. And $400 for a year pays for itself pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, one job, it pays for it, you know. That's how I think of it. I think sure. one small portrait job or something, and I've made $500 or something, and that's paid for my website for the whole year. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, so Squarespace is a little bit cheaper, um, but and it's just a little different, and I'll give an argument for Squarespace um, as soon as their site loads. Um, Squarespace, where's their pricing? They're, they have three plans. Their most expensive one is 24 a month as opposed to the 39 for live books. And it's just a little bit different. And what, what's cool about the – I feel like I'm advertising them. I promise I'm not. No, they're, no. they're not paying me a dime for this, and I wish they were. But, uh, but they really are good. And they, uh, the $24 a month, one of the things that Squarespace does now that's really cool is they do – they have integrated e-commerce on this. And so basically that means if you are more of a fine artist and you want to sell prints or something like that, you can do that, and they take care of all the back end. And if you've ever done this before, it could be expensive if you're trying to do it yourself. And it's included in the $24 a month, and I think they take 2% of the sale. But you can sell digital downloads or you can sell physical prints or something, and they'll do all your invoicing and ship it, label printing and all that stuff. So um, mm-hmm. so just kind of two different things. But I think I think those are the big two. I mean, live books and Squarespace is there? Was there another one that was we've we, mentioned? we've mentioned other ones before? Um, I mean, you can you can do plugins and stuff and like wire your own together through Flickr and I mean, sorry, through WordPress and sorry and probably save some time. Um, I know Photo Shelter still does websites that look really that look really nice. Yeah, um, I'm I'm least familiar with that one. Yeah, but anyway, if you do your research, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of great options out there. Um, I've even seen some wonderful websites built uh, by you know 
designers that photographers knew or whatever that are that don't look like anything else that's out there that that's great um and i'm just gonna one of my friends eric ryan anderson out of new york he's originally from dallas but he is a photographer in brooklyn and new york now and uh he has wonderful uh wonderful images you know he takes great pictures his his website is ericryananderson.com but that was just going to be one example that i was going to give you of a modern day website that's out there that is really well done he has a great looking logo um the the menu on the left hand side is very simple to go to uh the photos there's a large gallery of photos that's the very first thing that you see but then if you click on a photo you instantly get a full screen mm. um, image, which is you know loads very quickly. And then if you click to the left or the right of that photo, you, it'll take you to the next image, full size, full screen. So, um, just really simple setup, but it's a nice design, nice looking logo, nice menu, and, and that's what you really want. It's, you know? it, I'm looking at it right now. It's really nice. Um, the only two beefs that I would have when I googled him. Uh-huh. It says this site may be compromised, so it probably needs to get that fixed. <laughs> what um, does that mean? Uh, well, let's click on it and see. Support.google.com. Research answer. Results labeled this site may be compromised. If you're an administrator, like identified, please visit the instructions found so on our webmaster. Te- yeah. Technical thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing is it is done in Flash, and you can do this without doing Flash now. Um, and he may have done it a while back. I agree it is beautiful, though. Yeah. And he does have the linking thing worked out, so you can direct link an image. Um, but... What happens yeah, those are the... cool. And what's cool now, too, um, even those of us that still do have some Flash on our websites, um, nowadays, live books and these other things, they for the iPhone and iPad, when you go to those, your website is already redesigned for those, and it's not Flash at all. Right. So you're not going to have any of the kind of problems of not being able to be viewed on a f- iPhone or iPad or any other device because you have a Flash site or parts of your website are Flash um, because it's all HTML when it comes to, to those. So that's that's a nice part of going with you know one of these companies like Squarespace or Livebooks. They just automatically do that for you. Yeah, and I was going to say that, that Eric Ryan's web, Anderson's website does work on the iPhone, but he yeah. has to program an entirely different interface for this. And yeah. that's why I would, I would opt for, for an off-the-shelf solution. Unless you're a code guy. And honestly, let me make an argument for this too. If you're trying to do photography as a business, um, you got to figure out where your time is well spent. And what you want to do is minimize the time you spend working on your business and maximize the time you spend working in your business. Mm-hmm. See the difference. And so if you know you're going to take four weeks straight to sit here and code and fool around with HTML or Flash or whatever that is for eight hours a day, that might not be the best use of your time. Just saying. This might be an example of someone of he may have hired a, a design team Possibly. to to do this for him, Possibly. you know, so that he could have a custom made site that doesn't look like anything else that's out there. And it is beautiful. I'm not trying to yeah. slam it at all. No, it, no, no, not at all. I just wanted to point out the good th- the things that we've been talking about, which is good design, mm-hmm. being simple, uh, being easy to navigate, and loads fast. Yep. I mean, if those are the main things about having a website that you need to have. Um, everything else is, you know, don't, don't worry about music. In fact, most people don't want that. Uh, oh, no. Don't worry about everything being, you know, super, super flash oriented um, or just have too, you know, too much going on that takes away from what you want people to see, which is your photography. 
Yeah, and I think another thing too is to, to just, and maybe this is the last thing I'll mention, but but consider the experience of the end user on it. And I think I think I'm not going to call out names because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But but you do see them now and then. You click on a portfolio that's supposed to be amazing, and the first thing you do is pop up window that takes over your entire screen. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I have my screen back? I don't want to, you know. And oh God! And and so anyway, so that's that's the problem. You know, it can get too fancy. Um, just keep the user experience simple. And I think what Wade is saying with with the with the speed is a big deal. You know, and if you're really on a budget, and I know some people are, and let's say you are starting a business and you're doing it on the side, and you really do have no money. You know, consider the Tumblr route or consider the WordPress route. I mean, if you want to be uh, – what I like about WordPress, and this is one of the reasons I've been so keen on using it, is it is customizable. You do need to know what you're doing, and I come from that background, so that's fine. Um, and you can literally, because it's open source, you can download WordPress and put it on your own web server. So I can control the speed of the web server. I can control everything. Um, you go with Squarespace, they do a great job of that, but they are in control, not you. Um, so anyway, that's one reason that I do like WordPress. I, th- I think on his site, if you if you click on blog, mm-hmm. I think that's a WordPress blog that he has, which we were just talking about. Could be. And it looks just like um, a Tumblr blog would. Um, There's you know, uh, let me click on this. See, there's two flavors of WordPress. Yeah, yeah, I've got friends. Stuck. Yeah, it's exactly what is this WordPress? Um, so this, this is what we're talking about. Like you already have a website, you have stuff set up in galleries, but you want something that's more social that you can, uh, you know, post things on. Uh, you can c- connect things from your blog to to Facebook and Twitter and all these things. Well, then it, you know now. It's nice to have this blog that's either WordPress or Tumblr or something like that, where right. you can post something every day and then share that with your friends. Yeah, dude, and uh, he's got some cool stuff with behind the scenes on here, and yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Very hip, yeah. where people can kind of get to know you uh, or, or or see photos that you didn't put on your. your yeah, one website. thing to clarify is there's there's two flavors of WordPress. There's WordPress.com and there's WordPress.org. And .com is the I need to sign up for a free. Account. It's the Tumblr competitor, right? Okay. So it's like they'll host it. You get an account. You can put a custom domain if you want, but it's hosted through WordPress. If you go to WordPress.org, you can download WordPress and install it on your own server. So if you want more flexibility with that, it's available too. And so, like you know, if you got like an account with Bluehost or somebody like that, I mean, what are they six bucks a month or something like that? I mean, you can you can do it on the cheap if you're willing to roll up your sleeves a little bit and do some work. So, and I know not everybody has a big budget right up front, but as you do become successful as a photographer, you know. That is one thing to consider is time that you're spending on back end of things and time you're spending on putting great photos out. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth it to have. Uh, if, if you're going to be in the business of photography, you have to have a great-looking website. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter how you get there. If you can get there cheaply, if it takes a little bit of money, whatever, that is your face to the world. And so that's what you need to, to besides your photography, which is the thing you need to focus on the most, because if you don't have great living images, it's not going to matter how great the website is. But besides that, a website is, is, is one of the most important things that, that you have going for you to advertise yourself. Yeah. And, you know, make sure whatever backend you do choose, whether it's WordPress, Livebooks, whatever, just make sure it's something comfortable and it makes it easy for you to update. Cause that, that's another killer is you spend all this time on a website and then you're done and it's not easy to update and you didn't think about that. It's got to be easy to update or you're never going to update it. Yeah. 
and that's that's the problem. Um, like I, I'll give you an example. Um, my portfolio is on focus.nu, and I okay, this is you know coming out of my code days, real geeky. And I thought oh, I want to make it so basically I just FTP a folder of images, and it automatically makes it into a gallery. Well, right. it works, but it's not real intuitive for me to do, so I never update. So actually, one of the things I'm doing from um, I'm going to relaunch that website, and I've made that a WordPress template. So very cool. So it'll be maybe I'll make that available. Even who knows? It'll have an um, easy back end for you to be able to update on a daily basis if you wanted to. Then. Yeah. And which, I, you know, which then you would, you would update it because it, it's, it's, it's all mental. If something yes. was, was a little bit, was even the slightest bit difficult for me to, uh, to, you know, to update my website, I wouldn't do it nearly as often just because I would just be like, uh, no, I'm not going to mess with that right now. Right. But, but because it is so easy for me to do, I, I update my website, you know, weekly. So, well, and it's why WordPress is a good option for me because I work in it on other projects as well through my yeah. day gig and all that. So it's just very intuitive and it, it, it's in my workflow. So, you know, yeah, yeah and you can get your templates going and yeah, maybe I can make this available for people to download if they want to try it or something. We'll, cool. we'll, I'll, I'll wait and see. So cool. Good discussion. Yeah, I think. I think we gave them a little something this week. Gave them a little something. We we we've been <laughs> gone. We had Easter. We had uh, we had stuff. Yeah. From time to time, we'll have stuff, but we'll always be back. Yeah, stuff. Cool. <laughs> well, everybody, I never know how to end this show. I say that every show too, and it's getting old. Once again, I need a script. Yeah. <sighs> or I need to do it like Tom Snyder. One day we'll just both have scripts, and we'll do the whole show from script. Actually, I, I want to do. Yeah. How was your week? Hello, Wade. My week was great. How was yours? It was good. Do you still like photography? Hell yeah! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Page two. So that—that's what y'all can look forward to, guys. That's the show yeah. of the future. We're gonna rock it. For now, this has been the Art of Photography Show, and thank you for listening. You're supposed to say see ya. Oh, see ya. Yeah.